Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. Well, we're back. We made it through our first five minutes, and we is still consisting of the three bewitching little creatures. Yeah, Al doesn't remember saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm... Tierney Steele, I was a co-host on the MASH Minute with Megan Coleman. Hey! <laughs> and on A League of Their Own, one inning at a time with Rachel Mummert. Hello. And we've gathered here today to talk about the best minute, 45. And what a minute it is. We have yet another whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love that not only is the waiter coming over, but, like, someone at the bar turns around. Yeah. I'm dying to know if that was scripted. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a little more dancing. Here's a question. Yeah. What was the waiter signaling? I was wondering that, too, because mm. I, I looked back through the minute. I'm like, it's not like his legs are, you know, sticking out in where everybody's walking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to get him to like, sh- yeah. So I don't know. I would have thought too, you know, like, oh, like, oh, sure. Yeah, let's take a spin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just his little, like, he, his little jacket tug. Like, <laughs> gotta make sure. Properly attired. When I like also that he just goes along with the dancing. Like, he's not like, <laughs> stop it, stop it. He's just like, well, okay. <laughs> If it gets me a good tip, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what happens when you try and stop this guy from dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'm not as confused because I get that we're showing time has passed, but uh, this whole closing up the bar thing, it's its weird that they've moved to different booths uh, and yeah. also split up. <laughs> like, <laughs> the women are like way in the far booth. Yeah, they're on the completely the other side of the <laughs> restaurant. They've had it. So, <laughs> could the waiter have been signaling, you know, do you want another round? Is that what that twirly whirly motion was? It must, right? Like, and, and a round. I like that. Yeah. That at least kind of makes sense. Because I was like, how would that signal more drinks? But but he's he's twirling around. That's what that's, that's called. Only th- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> I like it. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when they cut to the next scene, like, to show time has passed, I guess it isn't enough to show time has passed with they're the only people <laughs> left in the bar and they're turning the lights out. Maybe they moved to those booths so they could, you know, the guys could stretch out and fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just assumed that Butch knew that, because he knows them, right, and enough, and just, like, they're not going to leave right away. So I'll oh, focus on yeah. everyone else, and I'll tell them, like, sit here, and then oh, that could, yeah. when it's really time to leave, you really yeah yeah well i've definitely been in places where it's like look can you move to another section so we can clean this section and close it up but i've got to imagine like that is that feels like the most like post-capitalist thing. <laughs> I, don't know. I just can't imagine anyone in Butch's place being like, hey, do you mind moving to the other section so we can wipe this table down and, you know, put the chairs up and stuff? Yeah. I don't think I've given a shout out yet to Hoagie's suit, and I kind of love it. Because you see as he's helping Al out of the booth, you get a really good shot of his pinstripe suit. Mm-hmm. And 
just like the baggy pants. Like, it's so funny. The bagginess that was in style back then. And then it went away because <laughs> JFK happened. And then in the 90s, it came back. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, you can instantly tell when something was in the 90s because like, none of the men's clothes Yep. Right? <laughs> yep. And- yep. <laughs> I remember middle school, it was like, how low can your pants hang on your <laughs> butt, essentially, while still wearing a belt, or maybe not wearing a belt, because somehow <laughs> seeing your boxers was attractive? Yeah. Question mark? Not really. Not really, Spoiler but they alert, all thought- It wasn't. <laughs> but they all thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, like- I mean, the 40s are uh, not known as a particularly untailored time. There was a a bagginess to the guy stuff that kind of reminds me of that. Where, like, even when... Even when they weren't being middle school boys walking around with their boxers <laughs> hanging out, like, even the well-dressed people, men in the 90s, it didn't quite fit right. <laughs> like every- no, there was, it, it, yeah, there wasn't, it's not, especially, like, yeah, it didn't follow, it wasn't as form-fitting, yes. Yeah, and here, all the jackets are, like, beautifully tailored. Oh, yes. And then you look down below and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Do you need to cuff those, buddy? Because <laughs> you can't. There's rationing going. Well, actually, probably not in America. But in not England, America. You in England, they had rationing until, no what, turn-ups. 50 something? 51? Yeah. I've completely lost the thread, much like Al. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you liked the suit. I did. I appreciate a cute pinstripe. Uh, all right. So, yes, the old pals. That's what I should have started. That's what I should have done the intro. Co-hosted by three old pals, <laughs> one of whom I've never met in person. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Do we count? <laughs> I mean, I sure have talked to you a whole lot I this know. year. <laughs> but yeah, Al has lost the thread here, <laughs> and, and even Fred. Fred is a drunk who knows when it's time to go home. Yeah, and Al is not. Ah. <laughs> uh. The tone with which <laughs> she says, just follow me, old pal. Wow. I love that. <laughs> He's so good. And I love, I love Butch holding the door open. I know. You kind of get the feeling through these minutes. These guys were only allowed to get away with this because Butch knew that Millie had things under control enough, right? Yeah. Because if they didn't have the girls with them. Yeah. He, he would have been like, you're going home, like, hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, he would have kicked them on their butt. Like, pay your bill, go away. <laughs> yeah. They would not all be best buddies now. Step. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because I was like, man, even if I was, you know, if you're drunk, it's like, you can say step, but you're like, I don't know what that means. Like, the words aren't processing through <laughs> to my brain. Yes. Oh. And then, okay, is it is it just me, but does it seem like Grandview Arms is a common, like, in motel name for, like, classic oh, yeah. movies in the 30s and 40s? Like, is that yeah. is that just me, or is that... I have to recuse myself, because I grew up on a street that uh, is perpendicular to Grandview Ave., Okay. Home of Grandview <laughs> Ave Convenience. I don't know what it's really called. We always called it Sophie because Sophie ran it, but um, <laughs> Sophie's, which was on Grandview Ave, and now that Sophie doesn't run it, it actually goes by its real. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, Grandview was on everything when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah. So I can't, I can't see this sign and not like think of that street. Like it just does not. I have no perspective on it. I'm just staring at the tiled steps. Mm, I know. Those are and there's no vacancy. Yeah. Well. 
All the men coming home from work. No, yeah. A little early for that. Yeah, the brick detailing. I do like those tiles. I like the tiles. I feel like the tiles and the brick is a little bit much going on. A little too grand of a view, <laughs> you'd say. Are they overcompensating for something? <laughs> like, is it like when you sit like a like a days in, but it tries to be like a five star hotel, but oh, you're like yeah. the foam cuff covered in plastic does not scream. <laughs> I mean, in a COVID world, I'm like, oh yeah, actually that makes a lot of sense. But like years ago, I was like, you know, you could just stack a couple of cuffs together, It'd be totally fine, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not ever gonna get over Rachel saying is it too grand of a view (laughs) (laughs) and yes uh let's all get to know peggy's car a little bit better it looks like a nice car yeah i just can't get over her hat the more we (laughs) see it it's just there's more there's more detail like because that black that band there's more sequins in the band It's just like, it's too much. And I don't think I realized that, like, that black sequins ribbon, like, keeps going. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess I thought we were in the bar. Like, it just, just went just around the top of the hat. But it's like, That's it's a I bow have. or something, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it trails down the back. This is what I wish, as much as I like black and white, and I'm kind of glad this movie wasn't black and white and not colorized, but I would like to have known what colors this hat actually was. <laughs> like, if we don't like it because... Know. It's in black and white. Yeah. Like maybe it was a nice maroon, like a nice maroon or blue or, you know. I don't know. I've never gotten over. My grandmother was sure, sure in the depths of her soul. She believed that in Roman holiday, Audrey Hepburn is wearing a white shirt and a camel colored skirt. And then the cover, the colorized cover, it was blue and she never got over it. Oh. Because she just decided like that that must be what color it is. It'd be so classy. It'd look so cool. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, Audrey Hepburn ever says, oh, I spilled on my blue skirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anti-colorization. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um. So here's the question. When they did, okay, the director of Lord of the Rings, um, is it Peter Jackson? When he did that documentary about World War One, and they colorized... Oh. All that World War One footage. Oh, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, right. were you totally? I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I keep. I, I mean, I need Megan? to see it. I know, I know, I know. No, I'm gonna give you some advice that I wish okay. someone had given me. Okay, maybe don't watch that on a plane. Oh, because the people who can see your screen are gonna be hella confused. <laughs> so I would just counter that with we're still in the middle of a p- pandemic, so I ain't flying unless the world's literally on fire. <laughs> God, was that the last thing I watched on a plane? That's very interesting. Holy crud. But I mean, I remember seeing Doc, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube and whatnot about him talking about like that process, colorizing it and, and why they, and, and why they colorized it and you know why he felt that needed to be done and why the project had to be done in the first place and all the stuff yeah and like fixing the sp- uh frame rate and stuff oh so right it's not herky jerking along yeah. right exactly yeah yeah just gonna apologize to anyone who was on that flight <laughs> yeah i mean there's a warning that it's graphic people can watch anything on planes these days but uh <laughs> i don't think people were ready for that <laughs> oh, yeah to be on the back of my so do, so do you think it was worth them colorizing it or were you just like this yeah. would be better if they just fixed the frame rate so it wasn't so jerky to modernize and then uh you know i feel like a documentary 
can be colorized and sometimes it's going to look a little funny but it can be done i mm-hmm. i love seeing still photos colorized i yeah. think why i am so anti it in movies is that I mean, movies are a visual medium. You are telling your story visually. And the difference between colorized and black and white is so startling and really will change the way you do things. I mean, why do we get all those indie films in black and white in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Except that mm-hmm. people were making a statement with that. Like, yeah. it says something. And obviously, it didn't say something back then, but color film was available way earlier than you think about mm-hmm. it just it but just all so these expensive. masterpieces it was so expensive and there are people who will say like tone the tones you got out of the black and white and the shading and the shadows and you could do some like like laura starring gene tierney in color i can't even imagine like I was trying to think of something that's all like the shadows building the suspense sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe I've just been burned by the bad colorizations of my childhood. Like you'd put on a, you'd think you were putting on this great classic movie and all of a sudden it was like, oh God, this does not look right. (laughs) (laughs) Or should it be more along the lines of Schindler's List where it is black and white, but there's the key... The key mm. elements and points are colorized, but not, you know, the f- whole film is not completely colorized. Hmm. I hate to say it because maybe it was gorgeous, but look at look at Grandview Arms and try and imagine what that looked like in color and how much is going on on the front of that building. Mm. <sighs> I can't. It's too grand. In, in <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in black and white, it doesn't overwhelm the scene the way I feel like it would in color. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No vacancy, though, so it's a popular place. But uh. Yeah. <laughs> she was lucky to get it. <laughs> I love the way Fred is sitting in the car. <laughs> Again, because yeah. I, I feel that in my bones. <laughs> I mean, Alice sleep on Millie in the backseat is yeah. adorable and pretty classic. I just love how comfortable they are, especially Millie. Yeah. She's just like, yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I've been here before. <laughs> but yeah, Fred, like the way he is like lying in the front seat. <laughs> yeah. He's going to just spill out of the car. <laughs> he's chipper. He's not. Yeah. He's aware and then the first of spoiler alert more than one head bump yes <laughs> it's so the stormtrooper head bump <laughs> especially because i wonder how much was on purpose like were they both script i don't know oh <laughs> he saw like she looks so worried about him when he's like saying goodnight to her and she's like are you okay like, are you i just love how serious millie's voice is when she's like i'll give him the message <laughs> yes she's so like formal so for- yeah she is <laughs> like i will not forget to tell him that you said goodnight <laughs> yes well even when he's saying goodnight and she's like goodnight you know like she's so you know hand kissing on the qe2 or something right? <laughs> <laughs> these two drunk idiots <laughs> else like what who's talking to me (laughs) (laughs) 
just so, yeah, the way his eyes are like open, <laughs> almost like cross-eyed open and like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Al is gonna hurt. He's gonna hurt in the morning. Yeah. Although, you know what? I, I'm revising. I'm going back to thinking Fred is drunker than he appears because I was like, he's really chipper though. He's on his feet. He's doing okay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> because I remember many times walking back to a college dorm and being like, I feel fine. <laughs> You weren't. Dear reader, <laughs> you were alive. hitting your head on the car door. Not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Overcompensating, I believe, is what they call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he gets out. I just remember making it up into my loft one night and being like, yes. You know, you're like, I did it. <laughs> Lofts are hard. Yeah. You earn a good night's sleep at that point. <laughs> when I used to live in Brattleboro, going to the bars, you went downhill. So as long as you Ooh. get uphill walking home, you're going to be fine. So it was always, I was always like, are are you drunk? too drunk that you can't walk up the hill? <laughs> no? Okay, we can keep going. <laughs> yeah, my freshman year of college, I lived at the in a building at the top of the hill on the fourth floor. <laughs> there was no elevator. And the loading dock was actually at the basement. So you would order <laughs> food. And so we actually had all the delivery places numbers programmed into our phone and memorized the menus so that we could <laughs> order while we were still walking home so that you could go down. And that way you only had to walk up five flights of stairs once oh, in the evening. That's a good idea. And that's why I didn't gain a freshman 15 because I definitely was eating calzones at 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, more nights than not. But uh, you burn them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, he's oh. the overcompensating. He's like, I'm going to be very formal and that way no one will know I am drunk. <laughs> right. Yes. Or like when you're drunk and you don't want people to know that you aren't drunk, so you start enunciating yes, very heavily because that. then they can understand <laughs> you, correct? <laughs> Which is like worse because it kind of makes you harder to understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first time I ever got drunk, I do remember doing that very vividly. I did that too, yeah. And then also realizing, like, I probably sound like an idiot either way, so <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. I remember, yeah, that same night when I got in my loft, I was like, I need to brush my teeth. I really, like, I got very concerned with brushing my teeth and like, just go, just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Brush your teeth in the morning. They're probably like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not getting you down and up again. <laughs> we might never make it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or like when you try to overcompensate. I think one time when I was paying, I tried to be as exact as I could and be like, here's my money. Like, and be like, you can't tell by my hand motions that I am inebriated. <laughs> I really hope you said out loud, here is my money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I love it. Here is my money. Here's my money. <laughs> I don't give you my money. <laughs> my dad once gave me cash and he goes, hey, I got you a good present. I said, oh yeah, thanks for the money. He goes, good hard treasury notes. That's the good style. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're not even drunk and you sound drunk. I love it. <laughs> are you sure he wasn't no just kidding <laughs> i mean it wasn't it, there was a party involved so yes you do have a right to question <laughs> i feel like i i feel like i need to i feel like we need to save if we ever do animal house i need to say i need to tell the story of how my dad got the nickname rat man 
Oh, <laughs> that sounds interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, he just is. Like, you just look <laughs> at him. You've never met him before. You're at <laughs> Megan's wedding. This is my father. And you say, I just, I just knew. I knew it. And then you leave the wedding and he's already in a bar downtown <laughs> yes. yelling hello to people. <laughs> the frat man. <laughs> oh, I thought you said rat man. I was like, that's not very nice that you just... <laughs> He said, you I just mean, know. I'm sure somebody doesn't think frat man is any better. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you call my dad that? <laughs> like, um, no, there, there are stories, <laughs> and they're endearing. <laughs> but yes, at my wedding, I do remember. Didn't we go to friend? We went to friendlies after. Oh, we absolutely went to friendlies. Oh, we went to friendlies. We are New Englanders, and that is how we party. <laughs> and somebody in the group had not been to friendlies which my yeah. favorite one of my favorite oh, wow. wedding photos is my reaction to molly saying i have never been to friendlies and i'm like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yes and then well we decided after friendlies that we were going to go find drinks of an alcoholic nature because i got married in the afternoon guys so don't get too too worried but maybe get worried when you hear that <laughs> we ran into my family who went to the wine bar after and my mm. mom was a dd so don't worry like they got home safe they're all fine <laughs> yeah it's all good. But I had drunk relatives coming out of the wine bar <laughs> being all like, Meg, Mike, how's it going, kids? How's it going? And we're all the like... The whole town celebrated with us that day. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, hi, how are you? My mom being like, we pretty did not much kind of like, choice, really, like but... no, Mike, come here. <laughs> come over here. No, you're getting in this car. No, you're, no, you're going in here. No, you're not going with Dick. You're going in this car. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. All of that friendlies is still the first uh the fi- first picture of mike wearing his wedding ring not like at the wedding is that a friendly which i i kind of i kind of like that, that r.i.p that friendlies because it no longer is there yeah our friendlies around here is no longer yeah friendlies isn't doing very well it's not very friendly it's sadly no. it-, <laughs> it was doing sadly and then it kind of recovered for a while yeah yeah, I kind of figured out like, all right, we overexpand. Let's let's rein it in a bit, folks. And so I thought we were doing okay. And then uh, Jim said not to get political, so I'll just say things weren't going well. <laughs> things didn't go well. <laughs> Maybe things weren't going well, and Megan can't embarrass herself watching World War One documentaries on a plane. Oh. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the food got kind of weird uh-huh. and the ice cream started to get weird <laughs> oh no that's when ice loud. cream gets weird that's, that's i was gonna to say, say how can you mess up ice can cream come and go but <laughs> the ice cream <laughs> well at least at the bradborough location which is maybe why yeah. it, it didn't do so well r.i.p our local one here was doing fine except that i was only ever there after going to the um christmas lights display at the zoo so it was always packed oh yeah and the past couple times i've had a baby did, with did, me did, did we go to the friendlies <laughs> after you did your big race yes i ran a half marathon and then went to friendlies and Ooh, i fell asleep in the, the booth thing. and in the ladies room <laughs> <laughs> i felt so bad for I you just ran a, mar- a half marathon in my <laughs> so what did chris and danielle and i do we cheered you on at certain points but we mostly because it was cold that day was so cold 
it was like the worst day to have you guys run a half marathon. Seriously. I feel bad <laughs> for all of you. But we like found a big Y and ate food and then <laughs> found you and cheered you on and then found you to the end and then went and got more food. So for me, it was a great day. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> back in. You guys beat that because my very first half marathon, which would have been the one right before that, my husband, mother, and aunt missed seeing me finish my first half marathon because they were having brunch. <laughs> Literally, someone was eating a lobster omelet. <laughs> While you're crossing the finish line. Finishing a half marathon. Well, to be fair, Chris had on his phone, like, we were tracking you on your on a phone. Because he learned. <laughs> Not like, to try and do it based on where I was, like, and my pace. I, I like your husband. And he's sort of like the kind of person that always has his phone with him. To a fault. But it seemed necessary that day that he had to have it to a fault. Because he just really was concerned he was going to miss you. And I thought that was very sweet. But I don't think I knew about the brunch situation. So let's put that in a new light. Like, why he was extra like... I remember at one point being like, is that a good muffin? He's like, yeah, it's okay. So Tierney's running at such and such a pace. <laughs> and she was last spotted here. So I'm guessing that, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes we should go start heading towards this place. And we're like, okay, sure. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. It's all falling into place now, isn't it? <laughs> It's, like, all making sense now to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's just being a very devoted, supportive husband. Like, that's what you want for your friends. Yay! <laughs> or wife. I'm not going to judge, right? I mean, you just want to support a spouse. Yeah, right? I so mean, that's what's other... going on here. Like, <laughs> Millie is the person you want taking care of. That's right. Oh, yeah, if you're going to get would. drunk off your butt, you want a Millie. Peggy is DD. Right, you, you need one of those too. It's nice when you don't have to be the support person and the DD. That's a little yeah. tough. Yeah. You can make it yeah. work, but it's and Millie's had a couple, but isn't you know like yeah. right, right? No, because she doesn't have that pressure on her, so that's nice. Exactly. No one's criticizing Peggy's driving. I hate that when I'm a DD. Don't criticize my <laughs> driving. I'm the sober one here. Yeah. I'm not speeding. I'm going 65. That is the speed limit on the interstate. Thank you very much. Calm down. And I have a car full of drunk people. <laughs> I'm going to want to kill you, but you are not worth going to jail. I am never doing this for you again. <laughs> True story. Uh, we've yet to see if that's how Peggy feels. Uh, Maybe she end- does on the inside. And she's too polite to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm very jealous of how well, at least in our section, this movie splits into minutes. Mm. Yeah. It has had a very good, like, there has been an arc yes. in each minute, and then no lines have been cut off. Millie's beautiful one-liners have remained intact. <laughs> um, Rachel, did you have any any other thoughts on the best years of our lives? I don't believe so, no. I love how for just a moment there you got super echoey, so it sounded like you were, you know, like fading fading out like a slow pull away, <laughs> like old school shot. Like, no, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, if everyone is good, then I will remind people that you can find more of the Best Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, thebestminutes.com. 
or on social media, which is a little bit more interactive, you can follow The Best Minutes on Twitter. What a handle. It's the best handle. (laughs) (laughs) You can join Butch's Place, The Best Years of Our Lives Listeners Cafe on Facebook and interact and talk with people and share all sorts of fun Best Years of Our Lives related trivia. And I will also mention that there is a website called moviesbyminutes.com where you can find all of our podcasts, because it has almost 200 shows. That's insane Uh, and amazing. (laughs) Yes. I dragged Megan into this crazy world to do MASH Minute with me. Uh, I made her guest on a couple of my other shows first to, you know... Make sure I wasn't a complete disaster. (laughs) (laughs) More more just like, it's easier to do that for a few minutes than a whole show (laughs) to start. (laughs) But yes, we did the Robert Altman 1970 film mash. You might not have gotten that given how much we've talked about Alan Alda this week. It was about the movie. Really, it was about the movie. It was a movie one minute at a time. (laughs) We might have absorbed a little bit too much Robert Altman, but that's all right. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. And Rachel, uh, you were you already have been dragged in, so it is not all my fault that you are now a podcast no, host. It is not. <laughs> but yeah, we met via Indiana Jones Minute. So yes. It's a good time. So but yes, moviesbyminutes.com has the the big list and a lot of great shows. That's where you can find it all, and then you can join us here next time on the Best Minutes Podcast. Joe, you better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.